0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Productivity Lovers podcast, the podcast about how to become more productive in your work and home environment. The Productivity Lovers podcast is brought to you by Chris Scrott, a certified professional organizer and deadly, a digital productivity coach. Buckle up and enjoy the show.
1: I don't have a clapper today, but this is my pretend clapper.
0: <laughs> oh man, we don't have a clapper today. But clapper is well, downstairs. Brings down the joyness of this podcast. It because. does, but welcome. <laughs>
1: welcome. Welcome wow. to another episode of the Productivity Lovers Podcast. I am Deb Lee and with me is the always awesome. Oh, I'm Chris Grad. Thank you. I You're just I welcome. do feel awesome today. I like your sweater. I'm looking at that pretty great, colorful sweater. The dog that. spilled tea on it, and she also ate my county bill. Don't I worry. So no no pets were harmed in the spilling of said tea. <laughs> uh, my bill. But the bill, on the other hand, <laughs> didn't yeah, quite
0: make it. Ripped it up in tiny little pieces. So the dog technically ate my homework today. Yes,
1: yes, yes, she did. Yes, she did. But she probably wanted a little something different in her diet. So it's all good. It's all good. Let's yeah. cut her some
0: slack. I'm gonna be really happy when she's out of her puppy phase.
1: You're gonna miss that puppy phase. No, no, <laughs>
0: no not happening. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm not gonna miss the puppy phase. I did. I was looking for a picture that I had taken last summer. Mm-hmm. We adopted her in August, so okay. she's well, like ten months now. And I was looking for a picture that I took last summer, right after we got her. And okay. like, I found all her puppy pictures. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet.
1: Very sweet. I love those cute little puppy puppy photos. It's a great yeah. reminder of
0: where you're coming from. So yeah, She was like 10 weeks old and she was so small. She was teeny tiny.
1: She's gotten really big. Yes, I saw a picture. Like, recently. She's like
0: 50 pounds.
1: Oh, wow. So she really has gotten bigger. She
0: has gotten bigger, but yeah. she's napping currently, so it's a good time for us to be talking.
1: Yes, it is. This is this is the advice you would get when when the, the pet or the kiddo is sleeping. Do your work. That's when you do your work. Which yeah. for us today is this very, very interesting podcast episode about really extreme ways to beat procrastination.
0: I know people out there are thinking like, how did the two of you come up with that? (laughs) Well, I will let you give the answer. (laughs) We were, I think we were just going through all of our podcast subjects and we- we Well, we chose procrastination. So we did. We did did say, what is a good topic lately? And we were like, procrastination. And we're like, well, we have talked about procrastination not that long ago. And then I, I said, well, we always talk about Easy ways to fight procrastination How about, and they always come with Rewards, what about the people that Don't like rewards, the people that actually Likes to be punished
1: Or that will really work To not be punished Because they don't like being punished
0: That is true Right. That is true, and we found some really Good ways to punish Yourself for procrastination (laughs) I have to say that I'm going to use some of these in my Own life, really? Um, You're gonna? I'm gonna. I mean, okay. I'm not gonna tell you until the end which ones I'm gonna use, but I'm okay. gonna Okay,
1: if you say so. Yeah, there's a, few,
0: there's a few things that I've been procrastinating on for a while that I could use some of these forms of punishment to get myself okay. here. All right, well. Okay, so are you launching us off? Like, what is what is the first interesting one that we found? All right,
1: so the first one involves money. Mm -hmm. A couple of them involve money,
0: but nobody likes to waste money that they don't. That is like the number one way.
1: It would be the number one way. So you don't want to lose money, good money, hard earned money, even money that was given to you. You still don't want to lose it. Right. So imagine having a lot of cash in your hands and you did not do the thing that you were supposed to do. You didn't get the goal done. You didn't achieve the thing. And then you had to take a lighter to that water cash. Let's say this was like. $100. Are we talking about singles here? <laughs> well, can fun. you imagine having to burn every single one? I don't know. Is that, is that a federal offense to burn cash? I don't. I don't think it's a federal offense to. I mean, burn it is your money. money.
0: You can do whatever you want with it. It is
1: your money. I would not recommend that you burn it. I recommend that you do the thing, or at least try to do the thing, but. I would imagine there's also somebody else kind of holding you accountable with that because I can't, I think there is something built into my body my person that would stop me from actually burning that cash. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a, a third party involved to say, yep, sorry, throw it in the fireplace. Sorry.
0: just yeah. to. So I think the first time I heard that, that technique was in uh, John Acuff's book Finish, which yes. we actually did a book club on, it because it is one we of my it. favorite books. Yes, mind you, uh, I love his. You know, I love his technique about you know doubling the time and halfing yeah. your goal to make it attainable. And in that book, as a as a form of punishment for not attaining your goal, he did suggest burning of the money. And I think that he also talked about, which is another next alternative, would be to like take that cash, Uh give it to an organization that you do not support. At all. Maybe one that you vehemently hate. So it would be supporting the opposite political party that you believe in. Or, you know, there are some really hot topic organizations out there that if you believe it or don't believe it, that we can find one that you could give your money to. Right. Yes. And they probably include include guns and abortion and. Yep. All those hot topics. And religious organizations. All of it. And, you know, and sex orientation organizations. There are a lot of places that people could, you know, support or not support. That right. they would then commit to giving their money to. I'm
1: but wondering. I was
0: I, I was thinking, yeah, I think you were wondering like how is people gonna really be accountable to this?
1: Well, there has to be this connecting piece that 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 makes you do the follow through on the consequence. So, you know, there's an app, there's a person, there's a, a thing that would you know, maybe it's automatically debited from your account and it just goes straight to that person that you can't stand. And oh. I love that you found an ad for that. So tell us
0: about it because that is good. Technology. I found a
1: few and some of these have some, some colorful names. So I, I ask you to bear with me as I, as I look at them and read them to you kind of cool, you know, like so if this you one have, is
0: called if you have little children around, maybe you want to turn the volume
1: down. You, you may want to turn the volume down. So the first one is, is, is not, not a bad word. This one's called stick S T I C K K set your goals to achieve them. So the incentive is that if you do your goal, whether it's, you know, you're going to exercise regularly or quit smoking or create some kind of custom goal, maintain your weight. Maybe you can lose money automatically and it will send it to an (laughs) anti-charity.
0: Oh (laughs) anti-charity. That's what they're calling. They call
1: it an so it's not that they're inherently anti-charities, but it's an anti-charity to you. Your belief. Yeah. So to you. It's very specific to you. So you know they name a few that that you may want to (laughs) that you may want to take a look at as your anti-charity. So it really gives you upfront you know, kind of what the consequence would be. So if you see, you know, something about gun control on here, or maybe it's environmental on here and you feel very strongly opposed to what you see, you would start generating those feelings already of like, oh no, I'm not sending my money to that place. So maybe it would be motivating to get you to do the thing that you're supposed to do or conversely not do like say, you know, not smoke cigarettes, if that's one of your goals. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. Now, the second one has a little bit more colorfulness to
0: it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here it comes. Turn the volume. So here it now. comes.
1: So people, here it comes. It's called Go Fucking Do It. Honestly, that is exactly <laughs> what the app is called. So apologies if your ears are sensitive. <laughs>
0: yep.
1: It is similar to the first one, Stick. You write down your goal, you set a price, and then you. I think you need to email someone when you do, do your goal or you don't do your goal, and then they take charge of your punishment. So it's really an extreme way because your, your activities are now in someone else's hands, so to speak, although technically they're kind of in yours too, Mm -hmm. because you could just do the thing and avoid this all together, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever that thing might be. So those are to
0: do the thing. (laughs)
1: It's motivation to do the thing. So those are two that I found. There are a couple others and we're going to pull those together for you and share them with you after this. There's another one called Pact. I think there's another one where you actually gain money. So you set a price for, yep, every time I do the goal, I'll get a certain amount of money. And then you would get the money sent to you. Not quite sure who gives you the money,
0: but maybe it's like a pool of people, right? You like, I I did like health sharing for a while there okay. like basically what you do is like everybody puts their money into the pot uh, and then okay like some people get their medical bills paid at a time right yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. like a large enough pool of people and there's enough healthy people not using from the pool then like I just paid into the pool never used that but there were other people that used and it, it. so it's kind of the same thing with procrastination if you were the punishee, the money is getting in, but if you are actually the doer, then you're getting the money out. Money back, so. That's how I would imagine this Ponzi scheme to work. <laughs> Ponzi
1: scheme to beat procrastination, love it. The Ponzi scheme of
0: procrastination, that's funny.
1: Yeah, there is another one that Chris and I were talking about sort of before we started recording that we think is completely, completely, really, Extreme. I don't know how many times I just said completely, but very, very extreme. So it's called Pavlock. and it is a wristband that you wear. And every time, so it's a way, by the way, to break a bad habit. So if your goal is to stop smoking again, I'm going to use that one. Then every time you do the thing you're not supposed to be doing, Pavlok will deliver an electric shock to your body. Woohoo for pain! I can't even. I cannot get behind this one. Uh, I understand that it might work for some people, but you know, if you have a moment of weakness, which we all can, I can't imagine getting shot, just like physically harmed in some way, maybe not detrimentally harmed, but harmed in some way. So Pavlok, how do you feel about that?
0: That is really extreme. I mean I would not subscribe to that at all because it, I I mean I mean I have a lot of questions but you know I can see how these things work right it's just, Yeah
1: I mean they say and I'm reading here it says you get you give yourself an electrical shock and train your brain so you're te- you're trying to tell your brain that every time you touch the cigarettes
0: and you get a shock that your brain
1: says okay we're not going to do that
0: anymore but you have to be disciplined enough to shock yourself right I'm mm, like Ooh. I don't know if I was disciplined yeah. enough to like do the thing then I wouldn't need to be shocked I'm like <laughs> I would like to speak to someone that has successfully used this app please
1: <laughs> well here it also says so you can you can give yourself a shock or you can automatically set up sort of parameters and the the thing will know when to zap you
0: mm-hmm. or
1: you can give control to somebody else and they will zap you
0: mm-hmm. yeah So eh,
1: I don't know so that one is maybe I don't know I guess that is tied into procrastination you're you're not sort of advancing that goal of you know not smoking or stopping smoking quitting so I think that one is super extreme and I, I wouldn't recommend it I imagine the shock is probably not so deep that it's going to change the whole electrical makeup inside your
0: body, but nonetheless, it's still. No, it's, it's probably a little zap. Yeah, but, eh, but I mean, I do. I think I'm not an expert in brain, but like, you know, yeah. neuroplasticity and rewiring your brain is yep. very much like in every literature nowadays when you're talking about developing habits. Yes, I can see how a little zap may help you become a little. I guess. Better. I noticed
1: that it was called Pavlov. It kind of reminded me of Pavlov's dogs and how he trained them with the bell, right? So, I mean, you know, there's something to it.
0: We were just giving you options here, people.
1: (laughs) Just a few options to maybe take it to another level. (laughs) You were telling me about another one that I thought was super cool about a writer
0: who would procrastinate on his writing. Yeah, I think we found an article from Boise University. Where is that article? Sorry, I closed my I closed my tabs. You Close your tabs. That was a good thing. Tabs can be distracting. Oh, <laughs> well, that's not very good cuz now I want to talk about it and I don't know okay. where it is. Man. Okay, so the premise of the I'm going to find the article in a minute. The yep. premise of their solution is the nothing alternative. Right. Essentially, what you're supposed to do is You can be doing the task you're supposed to be working on. Yes. And if you choose not to do the task you're not supposed to be working on, then that's fine. But then you cannot do anything at all. You can't be on the Internet. You can't watch TV. You can't read a book. You can't call your friends. You can stand You can sit or you can look out the window. You can lay on the floor, but you cannot do anything else. Mm -hmm. So,
1: So you would essentially be alone with your thoughts.
0: Alone with your thoughts. Yes.
1: Huh. Huh. That would be a little. So like for an extended period of time for the whole day. I mean, the article said as long as it takes. As long as it takes. So. Can you decide, okay, I've had enough of this alone time. I'm going to go, right?
0: Yeah. You can. Yeah. Okay. At any, All right. at any time you can change your mind, I can just be like, I'm actually going to go through. I'm going to go through with this. Yeah, I okay. mean, I'm, I'm making some assumptions here. So, okay. okay I found the article. It okay. says The nothing alternative is a tip for avoiding procrastination that was coined by an influential crime fiction novelist named Raymond Chandler. Okay. Hey, Raymond. And he used it as a way to write every single day. So, okay. yeah. Well, he
1: knew his trigger, right? He knew that he probably can't stand being in alone, alone in a room by himself. So he, it's, it's either that or write.
0: Yeah. So he says he advises writer writers and presumably people of all professions who suffer from procrastination to do the same. Okay. He says if he doesn't feel like writing it, then you shouldn't try it. And I agree with that because if you're not in the mood, you're not in the mood. But gotcha. then you can look out the window, you can stand on your head or you can <laughs> lay on the floor. But okay. not do any other positive thing. No reading, no letter writing, no glancing at windows, no writing checks. Write okay. or do nothing.
1: Write or do nothing. So that could be, wow. I, yeah, I think that one, I could. I could try that one, I
0: think. Yeah. I think I could try that one. I think I could try that too, because I feel like at some point you just be like, okay, well, I'm really bored now. I might as well write or do might something. As well write something. Doing. Sometimes I feel like if I just focus and let my brain just be zen with the thing that I'm supposed to be doing, right? When I'm not trying to multitask. Yeah. Do the thing. The problem is multitasking because then you get distracted by your apps or you get distracted by your notifications or okay. your email. Or then you're like, then you remember it's somebody's birthday and you have to pay <laughs> them. Or you remember you Kevin paid the dog sitter, then you have to pay them. It's like there are so many things that come in our brains, even though you know, like we don't have ADHD, but like we're responsible for so many it's things. Hard. So if you don't do the if you're not doing the thing you're supposed to be doing, then do nothing. Ah,
1: yeah. I think I might try that the next time I'm. And I'm gonna try it with writing, like course, blog post, website copy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to hold me to it. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to it. I'm gonna ask you how I went. Yes, I think I could try that. So, do, right. so
0: write or do nothing. All I right. Nothing. Yes. So do you have another tech, another extreme technique to staying? To I do.
1: <laughs> this one involves a little bit of public shaming ish, sort of. I think you coined the phrase sort of like a, a truth or dare. So if you don't do the thing that you're supposed to do, that you have to publicly announce this, say on social media, I suppose you could do it like, like if you were in a mall or on a public street, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> in front of people that you know like your like a family gathering just sort of belt out the fact that you failed miserably at whatever or share some embarrassing tidbit about yourself Um, either you do the thing or you get embarrassed so I think that one would be hard for me to do I think that would be super hard for me to do it too yeah that would be really tricky I mean, that one could be tied to another person as well. So if they know that you didn't do the thing, maybe they shout you out on social media, like very publicly, <laughs> or they email yeah. all of your closest friends and tell them something from when you were younger that was super embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I don't know that like one
0: your childhood out. nickname or something like that. It
1: could be like anything that you think of that would make you cringe. That's if someone else knew, you're like, oh my gosh, no. Yeah. So.
0: So i I can think of so many things as you were like my head was running through like all of these <laughs> embarrassing things from my childhood that my siblings would probably be the best people to keep me accountable because yes, they, they would know all of these stories absolutely
1: I mean it, it could also be something from your your presenthood your present adulthood that maybe
0: you're like hmm I my don't present, know my present adulthood is not as embarrassing as my childhood you know, I would
1: agree with that for myself as well but. You never know. Some things come up.
0: (laughs) I didn't have the the wisdom of like, you know, foresight as a kid. I don't think any of us did. (laughs) Yeah, that gives it a lot of dares and truths to be told in your if you're procrastinating and you're willing to. I think I would burn money before I would engage into like embarrassing stories.
1: You know what? I'm with you on that one. I can make the money back.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I it can make buying, the money back. I, money.
1: I would still feel a little bit badly about burning it, but I'd feel better about burning it than, than sharing a, a thing yeah. that was very personal
0: to me. Yeah, maybe, maybe at the end of this podcast, we can rank them in the order of like, okay, the,
1: I think, I think we shall challenge. do
0: that. We yeah. shall do that. So you have shared some maps and how people can, you know, can help themselves not be stuck in procrastination. Yeah. I mean, like, I highly recommend the finished book by John Eichoff, and like I said, we'll link. And we'll
1: link to it again. Yeah, we'll,
0: we'll link to the show notes, the episode that we talked about it because it's such a such a powerful little book. And then I think the last tip that we have on the extreme list. Yes, you said it's kind of controversial because it is called the Jerry Seinfeld method, and you said yes. well, he he did not claim that he actually he doesn't claim it. Up- he he did an interview, and he was like, "What are you people talking about?" I didn't do that. Well, Lifehack wrote an article, I think in 2009. Yeah. And they said the Jerry Seinfeld method, which means is pull out a calendar and do something every single day. So you get to check that off. And then the visualness of having this thing consistently, yes. right? You don't want to break the chain of the consistency. So you'll keep doing. And I think that's can be mostly used for like exercise or Developing good habits. That's what came up. Yes. It was like eating right. I was like, yeah. if I wanted to Or do exercising. Exercising. Yeah, yeah eating yeah. right. Those writing. Felt. Writing. Well, yeah. if you if you write for a living, that would be a good one. Yeah. I don't yeah. write for a living. So writing every day wouldn't give me a check.
1: <laughs> Maybe so you'd pick your goal. Oh, med- meditating, I thought. Meditating is a good one. 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 And it could yeah. be a, a paper calendar, big paper calendar. You take a big red Sharpie. And every time you do something, you put a big check or, or an X. And your goal is to create a bunch of X's or check marks Mm -hmm. across the entire calendar. And you don't want to break the chain. Now I wish Jerry Seinfeld would, (laughs) would claim it, but he just said, that wasn't me. He did it in an episode in character. Yeah. He didn't subscribe to it.
0: We're still going to call it the Jerry Seinfeld method. We're going to give him credit, even though he doesn't want it.
1: I actually like that one a lot. And I I think there is an app called Stride. I'm pulling that out of my brain. So I'm going to have to double check that. I think there are several apps out there that help you with this sort of not breaking the chain goal. And once I confirm that, I will be sure to add that to the show notes as well. There is always an app for something, right? It's very true. There's an app for that. Yes, yes. So some very extreme ways. I think we're at that point where we're going to be ranking. Are we doing easiest to most difficult or the reverse?
0: I'm doing the most willing to the less willing. Okay. So the ones that you're willing to try. Okay. Yeah. So I would start with burning money. Okay. Doing nothing. Okay. Sending money to an anti-charity. All right. Jerry Seinfeld method. And then the truth or dare of productivity. That's my list.
1: Okay. Because I do a form of the Jerry Seinfeld already and it's easier for me to do. That's my top because nobody (laughs) hears anything embarrassing about me. I'm not losing money. It's a little easier on my brain. So I'm going to go with that as my number one. Number two would be the do nothing all right. Would be hard, but I think I could, I think it could motivate me to at least get a certain number of words on the screen or on paper. So that would be my number two. You call it do it nothing or die? (laughs) Well, it's not dying. I mean, I'll be alone for a while. I think I could live with myself for a little bit, maybe. So I'd be willing to try that one. So that's my number two. All right. My number three would be burning money. And it's a toss up between embarrassing social post or public shaming and donating to something or someone I do do not support those two are sort of neck and neck but if I had to pick I guess I would go with donating to an anti-charity and then my final one would be the public shaming because there is still that part of me that just I I, you know yeah I just yeah I I don't want to have embarrassing moments about myself out
0: there in public in in the ether you know no, that's for sure. You and I were a definite on that one.
1: Yes, absolutely. So those are those are mine, ranked in order. I'm curious to hear what listeners think. Yeah, try any of these things, especially the burning money one. Yeah, or even getting zap wearing the Pavlok.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I We would love to, for you to, if you're willing to share on, you know, on social media, tag us along so we can know what is your method of extreme way to fight procrastination.
1: And thank you for joining us today. I think we have been remiss because we always forget to ask you guys to like and subscribe and, and click that you want to get notified when we send out a new episode. So do all of those things, show us all the love, please, if you, if you wouldn't mind. And of course, you can find us at productivitylovers.com.
0: Yay. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Productivity Lovers podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe so that you get notified when we upload a new productivity podcast. For more tips and notes from the show, check us out at productivitylovers.com. Talk to you soon.